right, everybody, welcome back to Chevy Underwater Podcast. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm your host, Jeremiah, along with my other fair hosts over here. Yeah, I'm Travis. <laughs> All right. Well, it's good chatting with everybody here today. I'm excited to get another podcast going. First things first on oh, the market. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, there. That's what I'm talking about, Travis. Now, let me tell you one thing. First off, What's that? We're going to get Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, we got some ideas coming for you. Number two. Oh, yeah. We ain't cooking up some straight up, out of here. Straight up. Number two, though. Travis, you can't stop talking about what you're wearing on your feet there. Tell me about what you're wearing on your feet. Oh, yeah. I love my Nikes. Those are some nice Nikes. Although this water here is not really helping out too much, but... Uh... You know, <laughs> we, they'll bounce back. We got a little hot, wanted to roll down one of those windows. And luckily, since none of that was that crazy rushing around, we can roll down a window all the time. So what you got to say there, Cletus? Oh, yeah, we got all them windows open. There's some pretty shoes, Travis. I can't wait for the next Space Jam movie to come out. <laughs> Ow! Damn! Uh, Travis! Damn it, Travis! What was that for? I was just trying to tell you that your shoes are pretty. <laughs> you keep my shoes out of your frog-licking mouth. Travis! Huh? I said, you keep my shoes out of your frog-licking mouth. Travis, you done knocked out <sighs> Cletus straight out of conscious with that backhanded smack you done there. I'm sick of him talking about my Nikes like that. That's fair, but man, I don't know. You know, I got to tell you, man, you can control your own self. It's called freedom of speech. Yeah, but when you're talking about someone's Nike like that, well, man, now it's, it's worse than talking about a disease, you know? I got to get it, this window open up a little bit more here, try to get them all cooled off. Oh, uh, yeah, we got to get all them windows open. Robot. Robot, what is that sound? Yes, I notice there is a hatch open in Sector 69. Robot, what? A hatch opened up in Sector 69? What is Sector 16? Oh. Yes, it looks like your southern friends opened up another window. Uh, those, those stupid rednecks. Again, I told them. This is on the water. There's no wind. Oh, we have to go. We have to run up and check up on them. Prevent them from drowning us. Yes, you better hurry, but don't slip, big boy. Oh, I will get you one of these days. All right, robot, let's go. Hayden, Hayden, I see you over uh, Hayden, come with us. Uh, Those dumb uh, rednecks have opened up a window again, and they're going to sink us. Oh, no way. Yes. You really now, need me? Yes, I do. Now hurry up, let's go. Uh, all right. Hang on. Um, You might have to pick me up again. <laughs> all right, get over here. Oh, Hayden, you do need to go on diet. You're starting to yeah. get fatter every episode. I mean, I think uh, all those southern guys, they eat all our food, man. <laughs> don't we have any more rations? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they drank all of all of the Twinkies and all of drank up all of the sweet tea. There's nothing left. Oh, yeah. That's that's all you have. All right, but yeah, enough of that. Let's go to Sector 69. His sweets. We have to hurry to Sector 69 before it's too late. Let's go. Alright. Alright, here we go. Alright. Oh. oh my god, look at this room! 
Hey, it's the Russian man. Uh, Russian man, we need to make sure that Cletus over here gets woken up. Travis done knocked his ass clean out. Don't worry, uh, though. I opened up a couple of these. Up. Yeah, we opened up a couple of these windows over here just to make sure that he gets cooled off. Yeah, I put his head out the window, but I think all the water is getting inside of his lungs. <laughs> you idiots! Don't oh, you know no. that over there, this is not wind. Those windows will drown us. Quick, we must shut the windows. Oh, yeah, we gotta help him. Joe, Joe, we need some help. Where are you? What? You Joe, say, you need my help? get in here. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, what? Joe, the, all the radio equipment's getting wet. You just say the Joe, radio. the the podcast equipment. Dude, I need help. Oh, it's... Hold on, what? Oh my god! Oh, these rednecks. Damn! What? Oh, baby. I love you, but I don't know if we can do the over-under twisty roller coaster move anymore, baby. Oh, just too much for me. I know, honey. I'm sorry, but I gotta hurry up and get take care of all this equipment if we're gonna keep on doing podcasts. God, I'm gonna kill these rednecks. Damn, Miss Joe, you should be an acrobat. One of those aerialists. You so move. You're so limber. Excuse me, Sarge. Yeah, Miss Joe, you really should be in a in the movies. I can't wait for the next W Does Dallas. <laughs> Keep my wife's name out your mouth. Oh, Joe. Keep my wife's name out your freaking mouth. When you get slapped, la ba Joe. <laughs> All good, you know. I deserved that. Uh, I really did. I apologize. I don't need to say that anymore. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. All right. I pre. I, unlike other people, I accept your apology. I understand what you said. It's just that we'll move past this because I'm an adult. baby. Oh, that was that was funny. And oh, oh, baby. Don't worry, baby. I appreciate our relationships. I'm not emotionally abused, and I have to appreciate you for that. All right, but now, why don't you go Joe, ahead and take some rest? Dude, what? But, dude, what? was that necessary? Why did you do that to Sarge, dude? Do what? You just smacked him. Unconscious, just because he said something about your wife? Yeah. <laughs> straight up smacked him. I just don't understand, man. Knocked him straight out again, too. I'll knock Sarge out again anytime. He's got shit, now we got two guys that are unconscious. Well, what, what do you mean? Do? Why is someone else knocked out? Look at Travis. Or, or Cletus. Cletus? Travis knocked out Cletus there, it looks like. Oh, dang. What happened there, Travis? Yeah, Why'd he you was knock talking about my Nikes. Oh. He wouldn't get his damn, my damn Nikes out of his mouth. Oh, that's fair. I mean, I've smacked people for way less than that. Like this one time, this guy cut in front of me for the Szechuan sauce at McDonald's. Knocked him straight out, backhanded, pow! I mean, he was only eight years old, but hey, man, I just have that Szechuan sauce. I've been waiting forever for that thing to come back, okay? Oh, hell yeah. I'm sure you deserve that smacking, you know? Everybody deserves a smacking every once in a while. You you people are all crazy. You rednecks. You, you All you Americans. Violence always seems to be the answer for you. <sighs> no one ever just tries to solve things diplomatically. Everyone takes hands, slaps people's face every time, hand to face, hand to face. You'll need to calm it down. 
unlike you, we can't all solve our problems by eating fatty. Uh, well, whatever, man. Hayden, we got to hurry up and take care of this podcast equipment, though. Uh, dude, yeah, we got to get. All right, we got to pick oh, it up. Man, All right. His head through the window. Yeah, we might need to help getting Cletus out of the dang window there. <laughs> My yeah. bad. Listen here. Oh, shit. Yeah, he got. All right. Pull him out. Ugh. Oh, God. Well, Ooh. he's breathing, but do we still do mouth to mouth? Uh, I think we give him the mouth to mouth. Yeah, why not? Let, let's try that. Fellas. All right. Ah. Uh, why don't you go ahead and give him mouth to mouth, Travis? <laughs> Listen, I ain't I ain't no weirdo, you know. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, me and Cletus did this one time back in the eighth grade. Uh, wait, so what? I guess. Yeah, I guess this time he's just a little unconscious. Well, we'll we'll uh we'll try it from my side this time. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Looks like it's good. <laughs> you can stop. You can, you can stop making out with him. <laughs> oh, man, you know, I can still taste my knock is in his mouth. I better slap him one more again. Better do it again. Oh, oh you done oh, knocked out? It. I knocked him out again. But he's breathing. He's breathing. Uh, Joe, while they're doing that, let's get uh, the equipment. It's, yeah, you're right. It's getting all flooded, right. man. Uh, all right, here. Uh, Good stuff. Don't Good get stuff. electrocuted. I got to tell you, man. Yeah. Uh, does it still work? I don't know. Let's test it out. Um, yeah, yeah. Everything seems to be working good. Things seem to be working God, good. So much water and everything. It's amazing how this stuff still works. What freaking blows me away. You know, I'm I'm glad I did wrap it up in some saran wrap though. To, you know, waterproof it. Yeah, for for once they did something correct. I know. <laughs> hey, wait. What you what What do you mean by that? I think they I think he's coming back. I oh, can feel God. his legs. Cletus, I love you. Don't die on me. Don't go towards the light, Cletus. I hate these rednecks. I'm going to drown them. I'll straight up drown them. How, why are they still here? I don't I don't know, man. But uh, Hey, man, I, I got to tell you, though, I got an idea. Since we're, you know, kind of hearing everything, we probably really should test this equipment out, make sure it's good to go. Yeah, I mean, we just che- checked it. I think it's good. I think, uh, yeah, you know, we might want to make sure that we can send I think we I'm should really make sure hungry, that it's a signal. Uh, come on, come on, man. We got to make sure the signals are good. The sick, the signals are fine, dude. Uh, you, you know, know let's that? just, let's just, let's just, let's just record a quick podcast, bud. Right now, what? Yeah, right now. Check off for all the windows secured, or don't worry. I'm trying to get a robot. Get other window robot. Yes, I'm sorry. Just getting some refreshments on my ligaments. This tin man, I'll tell you, Dorothy will wait. Get the window shut. Yes, I am trying to, but my appendages are not oiled enough. Oh, fine. Here, I'll give oil right to your here. Here is oil to me. Uh, oh, that is Twinkie grease. Uh, it's actually, the only thing I've working. got, okay? It's either Twinkie okay. grease or nothing. This is working well. Hmm. Here we go. All right. Get windows shut. Right away. Okay. All windows are shut. What else should we do now? How about you shut your mouth? Dang. That I can do. (laughs) Those two fight like 
a married couple. <laughs> All right, guys, you got the tough one, dudes. All right, Hayden, come on. What do you say? Let's get the podcast going. All right, man. You sure? You got everything plugged in? Good to go? I think so. All right, test, test one, test one. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you open it up for us? All right. <clears throat> Let me just get the mic situated here and everything. So. Oh man. I still can't believe you just, just flat out smacked Sarge. That's just crazy. <laughs> I you took it so well too, you know? <laughs> yep. Alright, test one two. One one Mike. two one. Mike check Mike check test. Alright, uh <clears throat> here we go. Three, two, and one. Hey guys, welcome back to the Pizza Subs podcast. What's I got uh, Joe here with me. How are you guys doing tonight? And uh, I'm Hayden, as usual. <laughs> we got uh, Chris. Oh, actually, we don't have Chris. He's uh, getting laid in Hawaii right now. <laughs> so, uh, you sure you don't have a son or something? Because that's pretty hardcore dad joke you got there. <laughs> really? <laughs> Some dad joke stuff right there. He's getting laid. <laughs> oh my Chris always uh, always approves of my jokes. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, uh, so what's going on, man? No, not that much. You've just been hanging out today, you know. Uh, enjoying the wind. Enjoying all that wind, dude. I went. To, um, I was doing a fishing tournament over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And uh, I gotta tell you, man, it was. Windy. Really? Yeah. Damn. I thought you were like, yeah, I thought you were gonna cancel. No. Nope. Because uh, because of the wind. But is it better with wind or? No, it's definitely not better. It, it, it it's it's better no. with some wind. It's like some wind's good, but uh, like a lot of wind like that, it's it's very tough to like maintain speeds, especially if you're trolling like we were. Uh, for walleye and it made it very difficult oh dang so did you catch anything or yeah we caught a bunch of fish though um didn't get any money we were pretty close there was like 53 boats and we we're like 22nd out of them so at the end of the first day we were about like 18th or so and then after that we dropped down though second day was tougher especially with the more wind so we didn't do as well crazy so is it like that time then? That time to start fishing, like everything's melting? And... Yeah, yeah. Boat ramps open up on the 1st of April. And um, what is it? Uh, two Saturdays away. So on the 30th, I'll be back out down at Pueblo Reservoir trying to rock and roll. Nice. So all the fish are uh, coming out of retirement. And, uh, <laughs> basically, basically. Out of the, <laughs> out of the ice. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, hey, like, summertime's up. Let's go camping. And then I... Happen to snag them. And they're like, oh god. Oh, yeah. Man. Like, oh, thank God, I've been freezing for that for the last six months. And now <laughs> I can. No. What is this thing through my mouth? They're like, dude. I haven't eaten in six months. <laughs> there's got to be a better way to get a lip piercing. Yeah. Right. But yeah. So, but now, how was your weekend, man? Uh, it was alright. I think it just like worked and. Worked on my car and stuff a little bit, so I'm just tired of all this wind everywhere, man. Yeah. Annoying. Uh -huh. It's like, oh, no, it can't be hot, but it wants to be hot. It's like, 
I want to be 80, but then it's too soon to be 80, so it's going to be windy. <laughs> it's like the the stepson of freaking summer or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's like always complaining, but it's like, ah, oh, you know, I'm almost there, but I'm almost through puberty. Yeah. There you go, man. So, dude, like, since the last podcast, like, stuff went wild, dude. Like, people are actually talking about the Oscars now. Yeah, people are actually watching the Oscars. Yeah, it's crazy. I was like, dude, we got to do a podcast now. And everybody's like, well, I'm going on vacation. No. <laughs> I was ready dude, to rock gotta, and roll. We got to talk about this. Well, you were fishing that one time, and then Chris is like, yeah, I'm going on. Yeah, Why well, Saturday and Sunday, you know, because I get, I get up at like 4.30 to go out there and get ready and go out fishing. And then I'm not back to like 5 or 6. There's no way I'm doing podcasts after that. Oh, for sure, yeah. Then I had an improv show Friday night. Fishing for some views. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm be fishing for that for a while now. <laughs> Get some listen. Oh, really? You're doing improv still? Or? Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Where yeah. at? Um, with Chris? Or? No, 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 with the new group. Um, uh, what is it? Uh, is oh, it? the rodents? No, no, actually, I'm um, going <laughs> to... I haven't announced my departure, but uh, pretty much kind of going to leave those guys. Oops. They're just like, you know, nothing on them. Like, good friends from there, man. Well, you heard don't... first, guys. Yeah, I know. Apparently, right? No. Um, Bigger news than the Oscars. Bro's <laughs> <laughs> leaving the improv Bro's leaving it! Um, I'm just slap like, that guy. They're good friends and everything, man. They're just like, like, I don't know, like, it just isn't, like, fun as much as I used to. I don't feel like I'm progressing as a performer with them. And, um, mm -hmm. so I just need to move on and find a new group of people and, and not saying like they aren't good saying, I'm just saying like me as a person, I've just gotten complacent with them and I just need some new energy, some new people, some new atmosphere to like continue to grow and learn. Um, you know, really? especially people more experienced than me, or at least, you know, cause you know, there's uh, half the people are less experienced than me by a lot. And so like, I just need somebody to challenge me a whole lot more. You know, that's what I'm looking for. So the new group I'm with is called Parts and Pieces. Uh, it's head up by my buddy Ben Winter. And, uh, yeah, I really joined it. We're doing, um, a, for sure, I think it's second Friday of every month down at Elks Lodge here in Colorado. Um, oh. And uh, had a good time. We actually, I guess we live streamed our performance to Twitch. So if we do it again, oh, I'll have to let you know what that thing is. Uh, you know, it's yeah. by, by, by all means, it's not a... Uh, you know, the most professional one ever, but hey, you know, if you just want to watch something that's fun and just people out there just trying to have a good time, man, definitely check it out. Like, I'll let you guys know what it is because in all honesty, yeah. man, it's just a good outlet and all we try to do is we're not trying to be like the best there is, man. We're just trying to go out there and perform and have a good time and, and show everybody oh, what good. it's like, you know. Yeah, what actual real improv is like. Yeah, man. So, it's it's fun. Um, we Right now, we're doing a lot of like... Uh, short form i would love for us to include some um long form improv that would be fun oh yeah have you done long form <laughs> oh yeah really yes sir is it so yeah someone was telling me about it and i was like oh yeah i love improv and like they're like oh yeah we've only because uh yeah they're saying that we only like scratched the surface with like because we did uh i think we did like a 20 minute scene 
And I was like, dang, that was a long scene. They're like, well, just wait till you do long form. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done a, I've done a long form show about an hour. Like, um, what? And they're like, yeah, then you build up and then you do, or like you do a 30 minute, then you just keep building on it. Yep. There's so much happening. Like there was like six people or something. It's just like, I was playing like a kid and I was just like, okay, I don't, because I, I only want to come in when it's like necessary. I don't want to hog the attention that I also, you know what I mean? Sure. So like I was like a kid and then so I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to like kind of like pout in the corner half the time. <laughs> come in when I'm needed. Ah, uh, don't do that. So. Rock it, man. Head it up. Who cares? You know, I mean, it's good to like hang back and like let other people. I, I I'm definitely, um. A scene hog like i definitely uh i overpower people uh especially when i'm just having a a good time and i let my brain just go with the flow and uh right yeah. you know i'm not thinking i'm just improving you know and uh i gotta learn to like that's one of my biggest you, things is like just slow mediocre down. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah i'm thinking the next show i do i'm uh, especially when we rehearse next time like my goal is to slow things down for myself I'm going to do a whole lot more scenes where I take instead of give. And um, one of the reasons why I... Um, Stop saying no. Yeah, right? Well... No, this is... what well, I'm not thinking this way. We're doing it this way. No, I'll, my biggest thing is... Uh, it's not about that. It's about just, like, leading it. Um, right. Doing a... Uh, just, like, giving or taking more than giving. Um, instead of me leading scenes, me taking back seat, me just supporting more. That's my biggest thing is I think I just got to learn to support more. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I think that's just my biggest thing is just if I can learn to support more. So I think yeah. my next goal is next practice and we'll do that. Um, I'm going to go back and read some of my old improv books about it and then um, just refocus up on it. And then the next show we play. I'm literally just gonna sit back the whole time and, and just let people lead me and 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 um, you know these guys are pretty good and experienced to where I can like I've gotten a bad habit out of it because I felt like you know my old troop with the younger uh, you know least experienced people I felt like I had to sit there and do a whole lot more uh, leading and and powering the scene because if I didn't there are moments where like it's just awkward and I hate awkward I can't do it. And not saying they were that every time. That's my that's my problem. Where I just didn't have any confidence in them, and it's because I just didn't practice with them and I didn't do enough with them to be confident in them. That's all of my all fault. Right. So I definitely needed to do that. And I think with just these guys who've been experienced, been improving for so long, and doing it so much that I I think I can mentally prepare myself to calm down, let them lead, be comfortable with that, and just go back to a supporting role. And I think my characters, my scene development, um, I think I'll just end up being a better improver. So that's nice. Nice. Yeah, your other group's like, thank God he's gone. We could actually have some time to ourselves. Right? They're probably like, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, they're probably like, thank God he's gone. Thank God everybody else can get some attention now. Jeez. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Attention hog. Yeah, straight up attention. But yeah. You know, I mean, the only more attention I could do is just, I don't know, slap somebody. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, nah, that doesn't even work, you know. You know, not take a joke, especially a bald joke. 
No, Fine. you gotta you gotta wait until someone has a disability, then you go. God, go in on uh, when someone makes fun of someone's disability. But uh, real quick, I know you're trying to segue. <laughs> but uh, I feel like for me and improv, like yeah. I'm kind of like the same way. Like I am like okay, nothing's big, nothing big is happening, because uh, I I guess I'm like an extremist. I'm kind of figuring out where it's like okay the scene isn't like crazy enough the scene isn't like creative enough i need to like let's do something and then um or i'm just like i kind of sit back i'm like uh i don't know what's going on and like i recently did a scene with a guy who was just like so spastic and like all over the place and he's like oh we're going outside now oh we're gonna do this and this and I'm, like trying to like i was trying to like compose the scene so I was like, I just kind of like got swept under, you know, I just kind of felt like I got swept under the rug there. Yeah. But in other scenes, I come in and I just like, okay, let's do this, 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 this. So yeah, it's, you got to like find that balance sometimes. So it's tough. It's uh, tough. Like, yeah. what are you doing right now for like improv wise? Um, I just took an improv class and then I might do long form from a guy who, uh, he studied at like Impro in LA. Yeah. And also, uh, what is it called? Uh, something brigade. I don't know. I can't. Oh, uh, citizens. Yeah, yeah, upright citizens. Yeah, yeah. UCB. Uh, so yeah, and he's like, he's really good, and he's like. Um, Wait, so you're taking classes from him? I'm trying to. I don't. How much are yeah, those? I don't... Oh, like two hundred. Peace. Did you say how much or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much? 200 bucks, huh? Yeah, and it was for a month. And then you also get to come in every one month, every... Or one time every month. And you can uh, join, like, a bunch of people who are just, like, jamming. And, um... Yeah, yeah, it was really... Yeah, playing with him is, is amazing, man. <laughs> I don't know, I've never... I mean, I, uh... Yeah, I play with, like... I think the last person i played with that was that experience was like chris but um i mean you obviously but it's been a while since i played with you been a hot man it's been like three four years like, now oh it's been longer than that i was like 23 <laughs> damn dude well if anything man come on out if you ever come out of colorado let me know you're more than welcome to check out you know parts and pieces you want more than welcome to come play yeah for sure yeah it's a lot of fun yeah i just uh yeah I get, i'm getting the vibes from this guy that's like I don't know. I just get bad vibes from this guy. Did you say but, bad uh, vibes? Really... Yeah, for me. Like, I don't know. What's what's the bad vibes? What are you feeling? Um, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Just uh I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. just it's just something just feels cheap. I don't know. Something feels you like you're getting swindled? No. No, 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 not at all. Um, if anything, it's good experience. Like, and you know, since he, you know, did so much studying of improv, like he's a, like yeah, the first class it was like, oh my gosh, this guy's like an improv grandmaster. You know, he he came in, he had the whole like, <laughs> the whole improv like, uh, suit on or whatever. I don't know, an improv suit. Well, not like a suit, but like he just had like the, the like I'm the freaking Harry Potter of improv or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. 
either. Fair enough, fair but, enough. Yeah, he was just kind of like um, the improv master, had his hair tied back. He was like the like the guy in um, Whiplash, like the teacher in Whiplash before <laughs> yeah. improv. Like, he was like that in the first seat. Like, I was like, holy crap. And I was late, too, because I was like, oh, it's just a jam, whatever, because it was a free session. Like, yeah. ah, it's just a jam, whatever. I'll, you know, I was like five, ten minutes late. And then he just threw me right in when I got in. I was like, okay, I'm going with this. And then uh, at the end, he's like, yeah, it helps not to be late. I was like, holy hell. <laughs> I thought this was a free You got session. scalded. You got scalded. Yeah. I'm like, well, I really appreciate everything. But uh, he's a real cool dude. But yeah, the first time was just like, yeah. And then we we're doing the story game. And he like, and I was like, I don't know. I was kind of like, just, I don't know. I've just had bad vibes like the first session. And I was like, we're doing the story game. And I totally took it to a weird direction. I was like, oh, the Germans are showing up and the Germans. Oh, and they didn't enjoy the Nazi joke? Yeah, and I was like, oh, the Germans are showing up. And he kind of looked at me, hmm? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, why did I think of that? I don't know. Really? And they were going to, like, be poo-poo about the Germans? Like, they're going to be like, no. Uh, he just kind of gave me, hmm. And then, uh, yeah, and then I came up with this, like, he's like, all right, you're uh, ninjas at NASA. And I was like, all right, we got, got these sick rocket swords. He's like, uh, that's a weird choice, but okay. Weird choice. It's I improv. Like, <laughs> I I would immediately be like, can I get my 200 bucks back? Like, if you're going to sit there and say it's a weird choice, dude, ninja, rocket swords, hell yeah. Yeah, everybody laughed. Everybody loved yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, because I, like, I think it's funny because it's just weird. Like, wh like, what else are you going to do? Like, <laughs> typical Asian jokes? Like, you got – and the problem is for them, it sounds like you couldn't be like uh, – like, just so everyone knows, I'm Japanese, so I can do this accent. And if you're white, I give you permission to do this accent anyways, because that's just how Japanese people talk from the gut. Be like, oh, all right, it is uh, JASA, <laughs> Japanese NASA. Yeah, JASA, yeah. <laughs> you know, just like, but like the whole point is that's supposed to be, like, who cares? It's supposed well, to be weird. Oh, he allowed it, but yeah, he, I was just getting Did he actually and... say that that was a weird choice, or was he just like giving you weird faces? Well, he was like, um, odd choice, and everybody's like, oh, that's hilarious. That's he, he said it, odd choice? Yeah, he's like, oh, I guess we can roll with it. Oh, man, dude. Like, rolled in. It's like, we can roll with it. Because we were doing that game. Well, I was the first one to do it. But he was like, because we were doing that game where it's like, okay, um, you choose something, you choose something, and then you start the scene. So I had to start the scene. And so one guy's like, NASA. The other guy's like, or the lady was like, ninjas. And I was like, uh. I was like, all right, yeah, thank God we got these uh, rocket swords for our next mission. And then he's like, uh, weird choice, but all right, I guess we can. Really I really do. don't like him. There's no reason to critique in the middle of the scene. Um, you really ought to just let the scene play out, and then. Well, that was the end. I had to just start it. That's how we were doing it. Like, yeah, but who cares? Like, why why comment you on the middle of your scene? You should. He should really sit there, sit back, and let the scene develop. Well, the scene was ended. Like that's all I had to do. All I had to do. We were going in a circle. Like one, two, three. The third person starts uh... the scene, and that's how I started the scene. But the like, scene's oh, still right, going, though. That NASA got us, yeah. I don't know. So, I, don't, I don't know. My I improv like brain lately has been kind of off. So. Well, for me, I don't think so. I think Rocket Swords is hilarious. I would have gone with it because who cares? <laughs> NASA? Yeah. So that, like NASA? When, you, when you try to be elitist of comedy like that, you just ruin it. If you try to sit there and be like, oh, there's only one way to do comedy, you just squelch it. There, if if, every, if there's only one way to do comedy, everybody would have the same jokes. 
You know what I mean? Like everyone would be the same taste in stand up. You would never have an Anthony Jeselnik. You will never have a um, uh, Brian Regan. Well, you would never have a down. Louis C.K. You will never have. I'm just saying in general, improv is no different. Improv is supposed to be raw. Who cares if it's weird? That's the whole point. Most of the time, you take suggestions from a drunk audience, too, anyways. And half the time, you might get someone to shout out, be like, rape. And then you're like, dude, now I got to do something about, like, you know, all that stuff. It just, it, 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 it's, it's the whole point, man, is if you try to be elitist about comedy, you kill comedy. Everyone, even in improv, everyone has their own style and uniqueness when it comes to to it. Now, there's difference between like that and like Steve Carell's character in The Office. Remember when he goes to improv and he always pulls out a gun, right? And <laughs> yeah. he, you know what I'm talking about, right? You're dead. And Damn, then he just dead. shoots people and they all die. Oh, that's <laughs> that's stuff's funny. Like that's what I feel, I feel like, like too, I... man. Or like especially when I did stand up, I was like, that would be hilarious. But that was like an office scene, but like it wasn't hilarious to the audience. But like out of context, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's great. Uh, but the, but that's what I'm saying. It's like the point is though is that it, there's a difference between clearly just being dumb like that and then just being different. Like who uh, cares if it's think, rocket swords? Yeah. Like we mentioned ninjas and NASA. Why not rocket swords? What's wrong with rocket swords? It's the new ninja tech. Like, that's hilarious. I think it's funny. Rocket Swords. Yeah. And then, like... Rocket Swords. And then I would be like, bro, our sponsor new is... podcast, Rocket Swords. Our, spons, spon, our new sponsor brought to you by Elton John. Rocket Swords! Yeah, Rocket Swords and fly. Yeah, right. Rocket <laughs> Swords! Toward the Russians Watch out, Japan. <laughs> the Japanese are coming back. World War Three. Yeah. Like, it's like... Yeah. Like, who They're cares? The Rocket Swords. Yeah, see that, that's the problem. See how funny that was right off the bat. Who cares? That's right. so. There's a difference between. You know, so one of my least favorite rules about improv that everyone always teaches, and, and and I understand with new people you want to teach them that anyways. But it's the never say no thing. Um, yeah, and I did say no one time. Who cares? When I was with him. I was like, oh shoot, I need to. No, he, you was, don't he always... offered me like eggs or something in a scene, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm going vegan for the church." That sounds hilarious. Like, oh, that's hilarious. Shoot. No, no, no. So that's why I hate that. The never say no rule is bullshit, and I'll tell you why. What if your character, especially if you're doing long form, what if your character is allergic yeah. to peanuts? Okay, okay. Now imagine you and I are doing a scene, and in the earlier scene, you establish that you're allergic to peanuts and you're fearful of peanuts. Okay. So then mm -hmm. later, I'm like, hey, here's a peanut butter sandwich. You should eat this. Why would your character eat the peanut butter sandwich? That'd be funny. But it's a shitty joke. Why would your character in the real world eat that peanut butter sandwich? You will die, right? So right. if someone yeah. offered you a peanuts, peanut sandwich, right? Your character in the real world would say, no, thank you, right? Mm -hmm. so the always the, the always never say no is bullcrap because of that because it, it squelches it and there's there's a difference between the, the problem with always saying no and, and i understand why you do it with especially with new people is that then you create conflict that doesn't need to have conflict right but especially in long form there is no conflict you have to create the conflict that's happening right short form yeah, games i guess you're right the, yeah, yeah. yeah the short form games have rules and how conflict is developed right but like long form there mm -hmm. is none you have to create it you have to create storyline so now later right. then the next scene should be like dude like toby you'd be like toby you're like yeah you're like dude you'd be like 
frick that guy. That guy's a piece of crap. And then my kids would be like, dude, what happened? You'd be like, he literally tried to kill me. He tried to give me a peanut sandwich, and he knows I'm allergic to him. I'm like, Toby? I'm like, yeah. I'd be like, dang, yeah. man. I always thought Toby was nice. And then we go into this long line, and then before you know it, it turns out Toby is an assassin, and Toby's trying to kill you, and he tried to do simply with peanut. That's how long-form improv works. And always yeah. saying yes doesn't work. It's a, it's, it's a guideline more than it is a rule. Mm-hmm. You got to you gotta freaking Pirates of the Caribbean that shit. Like, it's like, you know, right? It's like, what was it? Uh, right, right, parlay, right? It's a, you know, the, what's the Pirates uh, book or whatever? No, it's actually more of a yeah. guideline than they are rules. Welcome to Black Pearl, Miss Turner. It's the same idea. Um, it is. It is true. Yeah, it's true. You As long as the, you just want to keep the scene going. And it, it's you, you made a good point. Like, it is just mainly for new people because – automatically they'll say no or they ask questions and you're not supposed to ask questions that's, no, that's yeah. the, but you can still like you can ask questions you can i mean if you're um experienced enough yeah because um you can ask questions you can say no you can but yeah i guess it's for new people yeah you're right about that for sure because oh man playing with new people sometimes they'll just like questions no and they'll just like ah you're like bro like why are you stalling the scene right now exactly no and like i said that's my exists like i totally understand why like it exists for new people and i still teach it i'm like but i always explain it to them when i say hey it's a guideline then it is a rule when i do my improv classes for the younger kids or whatever i'm like hey like right now i will stop you like if you're if you're creating a scene and I let it happen because I like to let my kids have a terrible scene. Let them oh, man, have so many times where he, oh, they just stop, stop. No, stop. no, no, no. Like, let them have uh, the terrible scene, and then when it's over, be like, okay, on a scale of one to ten, how do you feel that scene went? And then, especially if it's negative, right? If someone's like, oh, I thought it was great, you ask them why. Like what made what made you think it was great? And then they tell you, and then you're like, I don't know, man. Like this is what happened when you do it, and this is what you caused. You're playing mm-hmm. into the joke. Was that really worth the sacrifice of your fellow performer for you to lean into that joke, and 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 totally stall the scene? And then you teach them that, right? But then if someone's yeah. like, if you ask somebody else, and you're like, hey, how'd that feel? And they're like, dude, I would give that like a one out of ten. Okay, why? Well, I did this, and I did this, and I felt this. Perfect. So now they mentally feel that. So when they go and perform again, they don't do it. Because improv, improv is all about reaction, right? The whole point of improv. And, and granted, there can be times where you can sit there and plan it. If you're off to the side, you're like, okay, you know, it's planned. But it's still a quick quip. You might only have a few minutes of planning on the side depending yeah, on the can't, joke. Yeah, you'll get right? changed. Yeah. yeah. But most of the yeah. time, it's this feel, right? So now that mm-hmm. they're being guided by their feelings, right? Such your feelings, young one, Padawan, you bad, right? But the whole point is like that. And then That's before it, you, improv. yeah, right. But before you know it, they naturally then decide, hey, like, I would have done this, but I can totally tell that this is going to be no good, and they feel right. it. And so they mentally, because again, it's all reactionary, they will mentally avoid it automatically without them realizing it because now they're de- really truly developing a scene right but, but that's yeah and it, it's that's like just me. um yeah for sure like um and, and and with that you know going back to that rule again like i uh since i was like i got stuck in my head because i was like oh no i said no to the eggs immediately after someone asked me if i wanted a muffin and i was like and i just said yes because i felt bad i said no 
Yeah. And so I just, I had this muffin in my hand the whole time and nothing else happened with the muffin. It turned into this whole thing where we needed holy water. And it's like, uh, like, so. That's what I'm saying though. But the problem is, is always, is you said, what'd you say? It was in, you were mentally in your head and you probably couldn't really focus on the scene. Now you're thinking to yourself, what happens like, oh, is, is now you're not part of this scene. You cut yourself off from the scene. You're like, oh, that was dumb. And now you keep thinking to yourself, oh, I can't say that. Don't say no. I'm an idiot. I've been doing this for years. How could I make yeah. such a rookie mistake? And That's while what you're... I feel like. I'm like, and, yeah. dude, I used to be good at this stuff. Now I'm like rethinking stuff and like rethinking. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <sighs> it's, it's rough, dude. And you're, you're just sitting here and thinking to yourself, you're like, dang, dude, like, why am I doing this? Like, how can, how can I be so, so bad? But really, it's just like, hey, dude, it's just been a hot minute. There's nothing wrong with, like, not doing it for a while, man. Like, you just need to warm yourself up. That's all it's about. Right. And so, like, don't get in your head. If you used to be good at it, you still are. You just got to sit there and let it happen and just be a part of the scene. And your freaking teacher mm-hmm. should just let you be a part of the scene. And then at the end, truly ask you. And then you can sit there and analyze after the scene's done. Be like, right. okay. Hey, I did this or that. I should probably do this a little better. Then they're like, cool. And then you do that better the next time. And then you start having fun again. Uh, a teacher that sits there and, and compliments and says, that's weird right off the bat, or that's dumb, or like, why would you say that? It attacks well, you. Did, it attacks you as a performer. Like it attacks you as a performer. Like, You're stupid. <laughs> no, no, no. no. The, just, the, when he like, said that's weird, that says, improv wise, that was dumb. Why would someone well, say that's weird? Tilts his head. He just tilts his head and kind of like. Ah. Yeah, he's judging you. Who gives a shit? Like, like I'm <laughs> sh- Like, let it happen. Rocket it's forward. a, it's a backhanded comment. It's passive aggressive, and what it does is it makes your performers that you're teaching, like that every time they're going to say something, you're going to look at him for approval. Now, who gives a shit? Do the scene, perform it, and then ask them. How do they feel? And then tell them, well, because of this, you did that. So what if it's weird? Let it be weird. It's improv. It's supposed to be raw. Weird stuff is fine. Now it would be weird if the scene was about flowers, and then you come in, you're like, oh, man, it's a good thing I got this ninja rocket sword. Now you're just trying to be weird to be funny. That wouldn't even be weird. That'd just be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? But the thing is, like, but it's about the scene's about flowers, right? And then you come in with the ninja rocket sword without any suggestions, right? So that's where it's weird because now you're trying to play up to a joke that doesn't help out at all, right? You had in your head, yeah. I've yeah. had that before. Yeah. You're like thinking of jokes ahead of time and yeah. you just start it and no. it's like, that didn't go well. Exactly. So the problem is, is because he did that to you, I guarantee you, you always are constantly looking at him whether you realize it or not for approval or if you feel, you could be like, uh, I, you'll say something and then now you're going to constantly think to yourself, well, was that weird? Was that not weird? And now you're not focusing again on your fellow actors and you're, and, you're, and you're costing them a good performance. You're no longer there in the moment with your fellow actors and you're ruining it for them. And you're ruining it for yourself because you're feeling judged by this guy. And yeah, he's a teacher. He's supposed to be there. But why would a teacher, a teacher should not have any reaction during the scene besides laughter. He should be, because it's such a mental abusive market and i'm sure he's dealt with that i'm sure that's how he was taught was probably having an abusive person up there in upright citizens brigade i'm sure he's had it with all those other places or right LA, yeah. yeah where they're like well he like he might have done a ninja sword scene and they're like that was dumb right <laughs> yeah but the whole i brought up the nazis and i 
You're like, but the whole point of it is I that... I got kicked out of the class. Yeah, I got kicked out. I don't know what I was doing wrong. The Nazis. Uh, and now the Nazis are coming in. <laughs> yeah, like that. That's like my new Steve Carell. The Nazis are coming in. The Nazis are coming in. Oh, one of the Nazis have to come in in every scene. <laughs> the <laughs> Nazis, guys. The Nazis. the Nazis are here. They're like, they're like, God dang it. Why is this guy here? But, but yeah, dude, we did like, but then at the, the second class, we did a scene that was uh, like a family scene. It was so good. Like I was the kid and he was like the father. There's another girl that was like the wife. It, yeah. was just, it was so good. The cops came in, and <laughs> and then I had like asthma attacks constantly, and it was just so much happening. It was so good. But then, uh, yeah, he didn't say anything after that. He just let us all play. Okay. So it's weird. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think like, so did you know there's a, a school in LA called Impro? Instead of improv, it's Impro. Really. Yeah, that's so LA, isn't it? Yeah, I about to say Improv. I would not attend that school now. New York's got UCB or wherever UCB, UCB is. He, but yeah, he was in uh, New York, Chicago, and LA. Well, good for him. But now he's in Denver. I went to Impro. Cool, he's in Denver now. Impro. Like, I'm not trying to dog what kind on of him. Impro, we're LA. Impro. Like, yeah, I'm not you know, Improv is over me. <laughs> I'm not trying to dog on him, but he's in Denver now. Like, you can talk about L.A. and all that stuff. And granted, you know, you're trying to do it to help out with, uh, what do you call it, your, uh, like, your background, right? You're trying to say, you know, be like, make people feel like they earn their money. But also, he's clearly not out there in L.A. making money as a performer. Well, now he's he in there. He goes back and forth, I guess. He's yeah, like, does he? He does some shows and stuff. Okay, okay. Well, then he's at least still performing. Because, like, for me, I'm just like, okay. Like, I really don't care about people's backgrounds too much. I just want to know if they've got a, a, like, I'd rather just hear years of experience. Like, names of stuff doesn't, like, really help me out too much. The only time it matters is if, like, they've been on live TV and I'm like, damn, all right, cool. Like, that person's been to the top. Like, Oh, yeah, he's been in some movies and stuff. He's been in movies? Good. So he's been yeah. there before. Nice. So he actually has some good background. So, I mean, definitely keep taking it, um, you know, but don't, don't, you're just rusty, bro. You're just rusty and just get used to it and be ready, you know, just to keep improving. Just work yourself oh, up. Yeah. yeah. And it's been a while since dude in like, you know, in high school and even the stuff that like we were doing, like, and then even with Chris, like it was never heavily like coached like that. It was just like, okay, go and play essentially. And so oh. we would just, you know, I mean, we were never coached in high school, you know? No. Like, like, how did we just learned improv on our own, you know? Yeah, dude. Just like, okay, don't say no. Don't ask too many questions. No, I read, like, I read a lot of books because improv. Oh, you did? Yeah, I read, like, five or six books in high school. I can send oh, you a list shit. of my books and stuff. I mean, my favorite one for sure is The Truth and Comedy. It's such That's a good, idea. like, um, uh, Truth and Comedy is just such a good book about, like, improv in general, um, just, like, ideas and just, like, classic techniques and again take it with a grain of salt everything's in a gray area you know what i mean like just learn as you go but like like those books are fun to learn from it and um you know there's yeah. there's a good improv book like a good improv book set uh you can just literally google sure. improv books and just look up a bunch but definitely if you haven't read truth and comedy and for those of you listen who want to do improv like read this book it's just such a good and there's good games in there good warm-up games good um good stuff 
Um, I definitely don't recommend reading Yes And. I didn't like a book that much. I thought it was too <laughs> one-dimensional and too uh, black and white. Where, For again, sure, man. We'll I, have to – sorry to cut you off. We're no, kind of running low on time, so we'll oh, have yeah. to put the book recommendations in the yeah, description yeah. Um, yeah. later on. But I want to talk about a few other things. Of here, course. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, segueing over <laughs> just to like, you know, if anything else, at least you haven't physically slapped somebody on stage. <laughs> or have I? Or have you? But, but you... yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, me and, and Joe and Chris, we all do. So the, the beginning of the podcast is improv if anybody wonders. So, you know, me and Chris and Joe have done improv a lot, you know, especially Joe and Chris. I think they've done a lot more than me. But, um, yeah, so it's all improv. So that's why we love improv. But, mm -hmm. um, yes, let's get on to this Will Smith slap thing. So, what, dude, what do you think about that? Were you amazed? I yeah. thought it was fake at the start. I legitimately thought it was fake. I was one of the people who thought it was fake because it just looks so weird, especially because, like, after Chris it Rock did, said yeah. a bald joke, it was a bald joke. Like, like I've heard yeah. way worse things. Like, you, you ever watch those comedy roast specials? It was. Oh, yeah, all the time. Dude, they're so oh, brutal. Great. And the guy just said G.I. Jane for her. And, like, Chris, when Chris said it, it cuts to Will Smith, and he's laughing. And then it comes back to Chris – and he kept his hands back behind him or whatever. And then Will oh, just Richard. came up and slapped yeah. him. I legitimately slapped. thought that it was faked the whole time. Did you watch the Oscars live? No, I don't watch the Oscars. I didn't even give a – I haven't cared about yeah. the Oscars in years. And this is the only time – and this is why I also thought it was fake because I thought they were just trying to trick people into watching it again. Right. But like – Yeah, they, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean they and just – did anything dude. no one did anything and then they let the award happen later and that's why i was like oh okay he's this they is laughed. definitely fake yeah everybody laughed i thought that's why i thought it was fake and then but like what's yeah. obviously clear about it is when they said he you know he's out for 10 years now they just announced that like the other day he can't go to the oscars now for 10 years um you know they're talking about him taking his um actor award they won't um, take his no, academy award. They they, no, they shouldn't that, either. That's a different thing, but you know. I mean, the guy should have apologized immediately after that on stage and the been Chris. like, "Chris Rock, come up stage here. I have to apologize oh, for that. It was just a simple ball joke." Which you can actually go back in time on a on a live show where Will Smith did a uh, uh, a uh, ball joke. By the way, so you know he ain't he ain't all pretty. You know what I mean? He, he his his oh, skeletons like, in his closet are not clean. I'll tell you that much. Oh, with his, his wife too. Oh my Yo, God. Dude, I know. So like, I'm like, it's a ball joke. That's why I'm like, dude, everyone's made one. Um, and, and everyone's what trying to make like this thing about her. Like they're trying to give it her like it's some kind of disability. Like they're trying to say it's a disability. I'm like, bro, she's bald. That's it. Guys go bald all the time. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like how many people have done bald jokes in their life? Like, and even that dude, Gia Jane is hot. She's a badass. Dude, I mean, yeah. And Jada could totally play G.I. Jane too. Yeah. She could totally do it. Or Vin V for Vendetta too. You know? I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. With uh yeah, they're not even talking about that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it was a ball joke, man. Like, that was so mild. And you're gonna get so upset over a ball joke. Blows blows my mind. Especially right. when everybody does it. And they're trying to like defend her and everybody else for this, but like, no joke, dude, like like who hasn't made fun of guys for being bald there's you know there's a thing called male pattern baldness like men have been made fun of for years for being bald um for years and they and they still do um yeah. and it's just kind of oh, like yeah. like I remember watching 
freaking uh, who's line? Oh, yeah. you're gonna need Rogaine, Rogaine, Rogaine. Dude, they made and fun I, of. That's where I learned what Rogaine is. Yeah, they made fun of uh, what was it, Colin Mockery? Colin. Yeah, yeah, for years, and he can take it. It's a ball joke, and now everyone's all this these these joke police. You can't even do a ball joke anymore. Oh, he stood up for his wife. Yeah. Okay, oh. so I could care less. Yeah, but number one, you don't smack someone. No, you don't, like, especially over a ball joke. Now, there, there'd be one thing if he was like, joke. Yeah. yeah, if he was like verbally abusive to her and like said all these horrible things, I get it, but like, dude, it's a ball joke. If he did, yeah, if he like said some like derogatory, like slanderous stuff. Like, but like, when did he say it? From the 1800s. That's what I'm saying. So like, like it, it was undeserving, extremely undeserving, and um, mm -hmm. no reason to have done it. Will Smith is weak. He's being um, emotionally abused by her. That's why I he did it. Too, Me man. too. I loved him. He's he's my boy, and I, I and yeah. I got no problem saying like what he did was wrong because it's a ball joke, bro. <laughs> Get over it. Like like people are gonna make fun of you forever as a celebrity. Like that's that just... was a nice one. Chris Rock was right. Was... Yeah. yeah. But so for me, I thought it was out of line. Him being banned for ten years doesn't bother me. Uh, he has to it's pay for stupid, it, though. Oh, he can't go to like what they said on SNL. Like, oh, he can't go and sit there and watch other actors be nominated. But he can go to the after party. He can go to the. He can still be nominated. And <laughs> yeah, it's nothing. It, like it doesn't mean much anyway. Except my dude. He needs to. They need to host him and Chris Rock need to host the next one, and then Chris Rock needs to slap him. No, well, yeah, but like, or like the whole night, it should be a joke set up. Like, what was, what was the show that had slap joke the whole time? Was it, was it, uh, oh, it was that fantasy football one. Was it that one? There was, there was something where I watched where someone had like, where he could slap him anytime he wanted to. And he would like do things and threaten him the whole night or like the whole episode of like different days about slapping him and they're like all right finally do it man like can you just like just do it now oh, that was how i met your mother was it yeah it was how i met yeah, your yeah, mother yeah. yes yeah he's like i get three slaps yes he does like, never know when they're gonna slaps giving <laughs> that's right slaps giving god that's was funny before they ruined that show um something like that dude like that's what i'm saying like that's all they had to do so i they, he, they definitely should does he deserve a 10-year band no they he really it was a Though it was so, this is where I go back and forth. He shouldn't have slapped him, but also it was a slap. Um, he needs to. They just need to attack it head on, and let people mm -hmm. forgive it because physical violence doesn't deserve it. But also, they need to sit there and, and attack it. Will Smith should have apologized immediately after that, especially when he got his award. Brought Chris Rock up on stage, but like, buddy, like that was undeserving. I apologize. You know the stuff I've been going through for the last couple of years. There's no, I'm not giving you excuses. What I'm saying is, is like, I meant no ill will to you. That was a ball joke. That's all it is. There's no problem about it. My fault, Chris. So I want to come on the forefront here on stage and apologize for that. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for the Academy for this best actor award. Chris Rock, you can hold on to my award. And I would have given it to Chris Rock and be like, here you go, bud. Uh, you know what? Wow. Like, whatever I can oh, do, well. you know, like just attack it head on. Um, he deserved the award, fair and square. Oh, he, dude, he's deserved that. it. That his performance was phenomenal, and yeah. like, you know, people are saying his career's done. It's not, um, and it shouldn't be. I don't think they should end it at all. No, Jada's should be done. <laughs> so, for me, so it's a Jada with a wit, a sorcerer, or whatever. Yeah. If he's like he activated, and this is also too, we'll play Chris's uh, response, but Chris was like. Uh, she activated Order 60-whatever. 66. 
Yeah, sixty six from yeah. the stormtrooper because he just went and went into yeah, you know, slap mode. Out of everybody else, though, mode. I blame Jada Smith because that woman. I'm all right, men. Here we go. It is not okay to be emotionally abused by women like that. Jada is an emotional abuser, and she's a she's a groomer. Okay. <laughs> oh, now she's saying, "I never wanted to marry Will." It's like no, she she is emotionally abusive. She is not a good person. She is ruining Will, not only like like career wise, but emotionally wise. That man, right. like, just get rid of that man's career. Who cares? Like, emotionally, as a human being, he is broken because of her. And and no one's calling it out that she is an emotional abuser. If the roles were reversed, they would be hanging. That man, yeah. You know, if, if Will was Jada, they would be hanging that man's career outside like it's a freaking pirate for everyone to see. That right. woman is an emotional abuser. Okay, and this just goes to show you that no one cares about men like that because it's him, it's um, uh, uh, who played Jack Sparrow? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp and him are both emotionally abused oh, by this girl. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Emotionally abusive guys, and and I'm gonna tell you, it's like it's not okay. It happens. It happens more than you think. And oh, really? You guys, yeah, you guys but need perfect, to get help. Though. Okay, it's this is not okay. Don't stay with somebody. Will needs to leave her. Um, uh, protect her. Yes. Protect Plus, yourself. she's just waiting for probably Willow, one of Willow's friends, to turn twenty before she goes and starts dating him. So the. God. <laughs> I mean, that's the joke I would have done. I said the ball joke was weak. I would have done, well, yeah. you know, a grooming joke. Because Chris was like, "Oh, I can just go." Did you remember when after he got slapped, he's like, "Oh, yeah. I can just go off right now." Yeah, he could, but he didn't. I would have been like, damn, man. Well, it was good to see you and Will back there for a minute. Did August just get too old or something? Uh, that's a joke <laughs> I would have done. Um, it's just bad. Uh, he's emotionally abused, and I feel bad for that poor man there. Uh, grant, granted, though, he is responsible for his own actions, but he is definitely a man on the brink right now of, uh, of emotional stability, and it is all because he's been emotionally abused by his, his wife, who should be an ex-wife. That poor man, that poor poor man, is 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 getting ruined by it. But uh, yeah, dude, yeah. like it sucks. Um, does Will Smith deserve ten years? I don't think so. Does he deserve some form of a punishment? Yeah, a little bit. I feel like he needs to come out and apologize for it, but he won't because he's, he's being emotionally abused by Jada, and I know Jada will be pissed if he came out and fully apologized because um, she liked it. She loved yeah. it. She'll pretend oh, that she yeah. doesn't, but she, she loved it. She because she, she know. Just smack the crap out of me, and he, she just lost. She laughed. It. She loved it, guys, and it's because she's in control emotionally of that man who walked up there and slapped another man. She <laughs> loved it, guys. She loves it. She's getting all this attention, and she loves it because she knows she'll never be in trouble for it. Yeah, and she was like on her thing. She's like on her Twitter or whatever. She's like, "Oh, we need some emotional heal, or, or no? Yeah, this is a season of healing, and I'm here for it. Yay!" Yeah. Kind of like basic freaking biatch thing. I don't want to swear, but you know what to say is that I'm here for some healing. What? The only healing that needs to be done is Chris Rock's face and yeah. his dignity. Yep. So <laughs> you guys need to like, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just telling guys out there, like, 
it's okay to get help if you're being emotionally abused by like that. Okay. Dude, and he broke down on that red table thing. He did. Oh no, I didn't cheat. We got in an entanglement, and he's like, <laughs> "Yep." If you go watch that, guys, like he's being emotionally abused. Get help. It's okay to ask for help. Okay. Do not let someone like that ruin your life, ruin your future, ruin your career because you feel like you're not a man because of it. You're a man because you have not done anything wrong to that woman for abusing you. It's okay. He really likes her too. Yeah. And that's the problem. That's because she's manipulative. She has control of them. It's okay to get help. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to get help, guys. Get it. Get it. Get any help you can. And there's plenty of anonymous stuff, but. Man, you be your your friends should be more than happy to help you out. I'm sure your friends are willing to step up for you. I'm more than willing to step up for my friends if they were part of a relationship like that. And if, and guys, fellas, if you know a fella who's in that relationship, say something and do something and be there for them because, um, you know, women are getting all the stuff which is good, right? A lot of physical abuse happens to women, man, but plenty of emotional abuse happens to men. It's not talked about. It's ignored. Um, it's just kind of a shrug off or like, Hey man, you should just leave her. And they don't, it's, it's the same thing guys. And, and there's, they always talk yeah. about all these helplines for everything else. There's plenty of it, but more importantly, guys, we got to be there for our bros. We got to back our bros up, man. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Smack them. If you need to smack them, slap, <laughs> slap the shit out of them. <laughs> go. Go punch a palm tree. <laughs> Go punch a palm tree. Oh, yeah. It's easy. They're weak. They're the weakest yeah. tree species. How are they around? They're like Go the... Barf on you. Dude, they're the dodo birds of the tree world. How do they exist? That's what Chris is doing. That's why he's not here. That's he's why... Fly. I'm going to punch these things. He's got a bunch of... All right, guys. Uh, I got Chris here on the line as he uh, is enjoying his nice vacation in Hawaii. He's got a uh, little take for us on the uh, Will Smith slap. So, here it is. <laughs> hey, guys. Enjoying the sun over here in Hawaii. I hope you guys are going to have a good time. But, yeah, that freaking Will Smith thing, that's crazy. I mean, you just take a look at that video, and you know, he takes a laugh. And then, of course, Jada gets mad, and Order 66 the clone programming kicks in and he walks upstairs <laughs> up and fucking laps freaking Chris Rock. It's hilarious. Right. But, That's uh, not you know, <laughs> being, being an actor myself, sometimes you got to be like, you know, is he just trying to get attention or what? Because, you know, it's on TV. Everybody sees it. So right. anyway, I yeah. hope you guys enjoy the podcast. So what, um, real quick, what, uh, is, what do you think should happen? Like, uh, to will and your thoughts, like, do you, do you think the well, slap was deserved? I think it's think... already done and dealt with. Yeah. It pretty much is now at this point, huh? It's it's such a touchy subject, right? Like it is, yeah. As they a lot of comedians say all the time, you, they burn each other constantly, and yeah, they she has alopecia, and that's a big deal. But you know, they attacked people like Michael J. Fox for having 
you know, Parkinson's and they trashed, you know, other actors for having serious medical conditions. It's just what a comedian does, right? So, mm-hmm. and, and truly, as a lot of people wanted to point out, G.I. Jane is a heroine, right? Yeah, like, exactly. He, he was trying to make her represent a, uh, you know, a strong, independent woman. Right. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. G.I. Jane's a badass. And, and she, Jada now, could definitely play her in a new movie, you know? It's my thought. Well, and Chris did this uh, like movie where he did a call up for his daughter and her hair, and it's called Good Hair. He should have known, right? Like he knows what that means to women of that culture, right? Like hmm. hair is important. It's a status symbol for a lot of people. I talk about image all the time for me as an actor and working career services, uh, helping people get jobs. It's one of the things that I see, you know, regularly when I had to track their income over five years, people that made fashion statements and were a little off, you know, never made more than 60 grand a year in mm-hmm. five years but people that always look good and always look professional and made sure their hair looked great we're making like the, you know fifty thousand in by the end of the five years you know so wow. it's very important it's something that needs to be recognized but again like i said you know a comedian is a comedian right but. Yeah, that that was just crazy because Will's just like having a good time, seemed like normal Will, and then all of a sudden, yeah, like monster Will, it like turned into a different <laughs> being. Right. Yeah. But um. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He, they, he's a clone trooper, and his wife called Order sixty six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, hopefully he's good and everything, but uh. Yeah, just to slap someone over a joke yeah. is just extreme, in my opinion. Well, but... and one thing that a lot of people missed is Will did get up on stage later in the show and put out a real, like, apology to Chris. He talked about how he was sitting next to Denzel Washington, and you could see he was he was tearing up, and he's like, "Yeah, I really need to share what Denzel just told me. And he says, when you're at the top of the game, that's when the devil comes for you. And, you know, he's like, I realize that I might have made the wrong decision. And I apologize for that. And so there's a a lot. Like, everybody's only getting bits and pieces of the information. So, Right. Yeah, it sucks. I love Will Smith so much. He's so cool. But then, yeah, hopefully, you know, just one thing like that, you know, what is he, almost 60, and he's built his career so high, and then one thing would just suck to ruin it. But, yeah, to get, just, like, thinking of my situation, because, you know, I do make jokes and stuff about everything, just imagine, you know, going up on stage and getting smacked for just joking around would be... Right. Yeah, that'd be scary. Because yeah. even, you know, it's just like, I just, yeah. I don't know, maybe uh, 
just the times we're in that's you know with covid and the war and everything's getting so hard maybe people can't take jokes anymore you know i got booed booed out for talking about someone's city you know <laughs> let alone their their hair right. condition yeah. so. right and not everybody gets not not everybody gets their uh, you know gets the full story and they're just they make assumptions on what little thing they manage to put on you know so all right well thanks for your take man any any other closing words or yeah um no, I think that's it. For, I don't have anything new to say. Cool, cool. You want to plug your stuff? Yeah, you can find me on monkeybutlerimprov.com. Again, we have a nonprofit that teaches improv skills in Boulder, Colorado, and Denver, Colorado. Cool, cool. Well, thanks for chiming in, man. Hopefully, you enjoy your time in Hawaii. Not being back here slaving <laughs> the podcast. So, appreciate it, man. Yeah, I just wanted to get his take on the, uh, you know, the incident because he is an actor, so he knows a little bit more than all of us what they're going through. So, really appreciate it, Chris. Yeah, did you see what Jim Carrey said about the whole situation? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. I like what Jim Carrey said. Yeah. Yeah, he... he how he thinks like Hollywood is spineless and everybody just yeah laughed and went along with it. Yeah, that's how he is. He called him out like he should. Ricky Gervais like, called him have... out two two years ago, or whatever. Too remember that? Like they did all that stuff. He said he would like um, he put out like a, fi- a two hundred million dollar fine on Will Smith the next day. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. But yeah, no, right before the podcast started today, like we lost a really great comedian. Um, Oh, that's right. Yeah. Gilbert Gottfried died just like, what, maybe an hour or so ago? Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not to just uh, real quick, uh, also on that Jim Carrey thing, he said he was retiring from. I didn't hear that part. So, yeah, he's like, I'm retiring for now after Sonic, because Sonic 2 just came out, it's coming out. He's doing so yeah. good at Sonic. He was saying, like, the one thing he liked about doing that, uh, uh, Dr. Doom, or what's his, what's the back of his name again? Doolittle. <laughs> no, 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 I was going to say Dr. Doom. Um, who, oh, but that's, that's a Marvel bad guy. Oh, what's, Doolittle. no, what's the name of the Sonic bad guy? Hold on, I'm going to look at it up. Um, uh, Dr., oh, I almost had it in my brain. I'm going to look now. it up. Uh, I like how I look up Sonic on IMDb, and it doesn't come up with the movie. Comes up with, like, the restaurant. Like, yeah, what? it's like all this stuff. Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, team members are actors. <laughs> yeah, no, he's uh, Dr. Robotnik. He Robotnik, says he loves yeah. about Dr. Robotnik is he's because he can't physically do what he's done back in the day, but he can still be what he is as an actor, and he kills it. Rock Connaissance is like one of the funniest lines in movies in recent memory I can think of, where he just screams out "Rock Connaissance" as he's throwing a rock to help him like look around the in the dimension that he's in. It's hilarious. He says he can't physically do it, but yet yeah. you see the movie. He's like jumping around. It's like what the yeah. He just can't do it as much as he wants to. So I'm pumped for the second one. You know, I think that man needs yeah. more mental help too, though, in certain areas. But I love right. Jim Carrey. He's one of the greats. I will watch any movie he's ever been in. I'll continue to rewatch every movie that he's ever been in, except for Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's a little too long for me. Um, oh, okay. I know a lot of people like that movie. I'm not saying it's a terrible movie. For me, I'm just like, I, I have to, 
I had to really struggle to get through it. That one to kick All ass right. too. Like I don't like those movies. They're kind of like, eh. But basically everything mm-hmm. else, I'll keep watching a lot of. Um, I loved him. I loved the Cable Guy. I love the Cable Guy. Oh. Like I think that movie's hilarious. For sure, yeah. But yeah, I guess he's. He says unless there's like some script or something, he's gonna work on NFTs. So. Okay, we'll good for some, him. Yeah, good for him. But yeah, man, Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey, man, he's the best uh, character or whatever on. Uh, uh, comedian's comedian, man. Contestant on uh, Celebrity Apprentice. <laughs> oh, he was so funny, Gilbert Godfrey. I remember that. Yeah, my parents were like watching that. I'm like, this. The, the reason this show's any good is because of him. He's hilarious. Dude, like, one of my favorite things ever is where he did, like, the historical, ro- like, was part of the historical roasts, and he was mm-hmm. um, Adolf Hitler, or like, like he was, like, part of the Adolf Hitler ones. Dude, like, if you haven't seen, like, his historical roasts and everything, too, it's Dude, hilarious. Dude, yeah, he's he did so the, good. on Celebrity Apprentice, yeah. uh, they were supposed to, like, roast, or, I don't know, no, they weren't roasting, they're just, like, doing some kind of, they're they're doing something, maybe, like, a something for a project, whatever. But there was, like, a ton of rich people around, you know, that Donald Trump knew. Yeah. And he's like, the reason you all are here is because your parents didn't love you enough or something. They just all just stared at him. Dude, <laughs> I, I, you got to watch. If you guys haven't seen Gilbert Gottfried, read the lyrics for WAP. Um, you're missing out. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried from WAP is, like, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. It's so good. Um, Gilbert Gottfried's stand-up is phenomenal. Yeah. He, He's like, I didn't want to be a comedian, but they kept paying me so well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just yeah, like him great. and and, and um, Mac McDonald, like, like Ron, yeah. uh, dude, Ron McDonald, him. It's it's just like, we're, we're losing a lot of the greats right now. Uh, Norm. Norman. <laughs> sorry, Norm. Shit. Ronald McDonald. <laughs> No, I'm so sorry. Just edit it to where I say Norm McDonald right off the bat. It's good. Here, I'll say it again. So Gilbert Gottfried, (laughs) Norm McDonald. (laughs) Yeah, just edit me out so I don't sound like an idiot. Fucking here, let me Google stuff. No, but like Gottfried, um, Norm, lots of really good like actors, and they're dying young. Um, Bob Saget. We're losing Absolutely. a lot of the good ones, and, and we're getting stuck with some of these young kids. And I've seen some of these young kids stand up, and it's kind of mainstream. I know. Like, I smacked myself in the head. Like, why didn't I do stand up? Like, come on. Man. You can still do it, man. You can always start. I mean, I'm trying a little bit. It's just, it's just everything's different. I don't know. Yeah. But that's a whole it's tough. story. But... Yeah, we'll talk about it too another time. But yeah, Gilbert Godfrey. I'm all, I'm all cheers to you tonight. I'm definitely watch some of your movies, like some of my favorite stuff that you've ever been yeah. in. Uh, oh, that's crazy, man. I didn't know he died. That's so sweet. Yeah, he was like, dude, like when you talk about people being entirely themselves, he didn't give a crap. He was just himself. Just himself. 100%. And that is like the best thing you can ever do in life. Yeah. Is just not give a crap and be yourself and don't, you know, care what other people say, think or say and just be yourself to the fullest and yeah rest in peace man uh, it'll be all right though also he has done a lot of work so i got plenty of his stuff here he was uh, a yeah um iago. i think that's when i first was exposed to him as a kid was iago from aladdin yeah and he was the same he had the same voice yeah 
Well, I mean, it makes uh, sense. Yeah. Like, if you're going to cast somebody else as Iago, would you really cast anybody else besides Gilbert Gottfried in that voice of his? Listen here. I'm going to say a joke. And when you're through, you're going to laugh. You know, just like how he delivers yeah. things. It's it's really good. Thank you. I, I've always I always liked him. And I always thought he was he's just one of my favorites growing up. And I always like doing it. Whenever I ever have to improv and someone does Gilbert Godfrey and I know how to do it and I'm ready. Uh, so yeah, I did an Adam Sandler the other day and, or the other time. And I was like, uh, you're like, I, I don't know. Like, quiet voice. <laughs> like Ooh. I did like the, just the, I can only do the quiet and then loud. And then when he like laughs, ah, <laughs> really loud laughter and then just yeah. be like quiet. Oh, oh yeah, quiet man. and shy. God. Yeah. Sorry, Gilbert Godfrey. I'm going to watch some of your stand-ups and everything this Rest week, man. Peace. Rest in yeah. peace, dude. Uh, kick some ass, man. Up there, you know. Y'all y'all freaking, you know, I, we're going to get up to heaven. And, and like, God's going to be on the table because his side's going to hurt so much from laughing at Norm, Gilbert, and freaking uh, Bob Saget all the time, man. It's gonna yeah. Good stuff all up there. Rates. And then Betty White and comes no out of nowhere. Dude, and comedy's taking a weird dive. Like even Joe Rogan brought it up. He's like, "There, what's what's any good movies coming out? Any good comedy movies? You know?" Yeah, I think any. I think the problem is is like Hollywood elite thinks that it doesn't need those comedians. But like Dave Chappelle announced secret shows over here in Colorado, and he sold out of them within a day. Tickets that are like 150 bucks a pop, and he sold out. Yeah, you don't need Hollywood anymore. No, you don't like, need them. You don't need them. Yeah. And and the and the echo chamber that is the internet, it just shows you that if people say they really don't believe it. And also, more importantly, uh, if people say it, it's very few. It's just a very loud few. Um, people are still buying Dave Chappelle. You'll still be oh, there. Yeah. Don't worry about it. To all your comedians who are going out there, uh, who's braver than me to actually go do stamp and everything, do you. Test the edge. Keep pushing the boundaries. Don't be afraid to get canceled. You can't. You'll survive. People crave yeah, I got it. Booed out. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, but you were you made fun of their city i mean the... making a joke about their city yeah, yeah dude you can't do it man the only person who could ever make a joke about a city and survive was bill burr when he was making fun of philadelphia yeah, <laughs> do you ever hear that yeah, you ever heard that dude but it's like why can't i make some jokes about the city and then like freaking <laughs> someone went up there and like made homeless jokes some guy said he was going to kill himself people <laughs> laughed it's like come on it's Californians. They love their city so much they leave it. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> I would have done a joke and been like, man, like, it's like a new audience here every time I come here. Or after people start yeah. booing you, I'm like, oh, you guys are all defensive about your city, but half of you are moving next week to Colorado. Shut your mouth. I don't even live here. I live in Vegas, and I just drive over. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, man, dude, I'm going to be seeing you guys on my home city here in a bit. <laughs> yeah, like, and I'll make a California joke, and there you'll laugh. Calm down. Yeah, that's like what the guy said. He's like, yeah, California's a great hub for uh, connections and stuff, but I hate being there. Yeah, everybody hates being there. <laughs> the lead electric guy, the electric car company guy is like, dude, this is stupid. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> if, if California was such a good state, especially for, like, progressive this, why did the main electric car company yeah, peace out? <laughs> Like your city's, tr your state's trash. I'm waiting for it to get cut off and float away. 
but you won't be able to punch palm trees, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got Florida. <laughs> yeah. Of course, there, those but palm those... trees will bite back. <laughs> I'll get... Yeah, the Florida ones are bad. <laughs> dude, I'm going to punch the tree and start leader, bleeding. Bro. bro, I'll get hepatitis yeah, from the palm trees there. I need those Venice Beach palm trees that are filled with like <laughs> weed and homeless stench. <laughs> yeah, if so I palm dude, that's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna get killed pump punching a palm tree. Like how Joe died, he was punching a palm tree and a homeless man fell out of it, landed on top of him. <laughs> straight straight killed him, crackhead, right out of the tree. The like in the Everglades. They'll just straight up just like they'll have some kind of like protection, like <laughs> defense or whatever. Yeah, what whatever the statistics are for how many people die yearly of coconuts are gonna change now because all those people are now gonna die from homeless people falling out of those trees. <laughs> but uh yeah, man. Uh dude all the politicians are... <laughs> great. You know, it's a good podcast, man. Um yep. can it's I mention where people can find me? Uh yep. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, when I stream Whenever it is, uh, rarely now, uh, it's uh, twitch.tv forward slash average Joe show, A V G J O E S H O W. I just play games. Uh, it's okay. Uh, come by. Um, he plays games. I'm like, I just play games. Learn yeah. with your mind. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can find Chris at mon okay. monkeybutler.org or is it dot com? Oh, I don't know. Monkly. Monk. Monkly. No, it's monkeybutler.com.org.gov. Do all three of those. But if you see boobs, uh, immediately click out. Um, <laughs> but Monkey Butler. Well, that's like half the internet I think nowadays. it's Monkey it's Butler good. Improv. If I look up Monkey. If you see Chris's boobs, you're good. You're, well, it might be Chris's. Monkey Butler Improv. Uh, yeah, yeah. I also just have a up. link below. Yeah, monkeybutlerimprov.com. And patreon.com slash pizza subs pod. Uh, you can join our Discord on there and you can, you know, help support the podcast. There's a bunch of tiers and whatnot. And then uh, added some cool uh, art recently for the podcast that's on there. So check yeah. that out. Heck yeah. So cool, dude. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, me, guys. Thanks. Yeah. And we'll catch you in the next episode. Yeah, hopefully we'll have uh, Chris back with us. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you stop, if he's done being, you know, done getting laid over in Hawaii, huh? <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> excuse me while I go throw up in the. <laughs> Get laid. I gotta go throw up in the trash can from that dad joke. Yeah, high school bully joke. He's getting laid. Oh God, right, dude. It's like that joke, and then like if you ever like. If you work in retail and you don't have a price tag, someone asks you how much it is, you're like, I don't know. There's the price tags off. They're like, it's then it's free. You're like, okay, it's free. Uh, okay, <laughs> we'll see how good that works. Walk yeah. out the door. But uh, yeah, good podcast, man. Thanks for coming by, everybody. We'll catch you later. Yep. See you on the next one, guys. Later. <laughs>